Welcome back for another short, sweet installment of Happified. As you can see, I'm here in the Potatorium and I am joined here at Potapalooza, this time around by Consuela Munoz. And she has a variety of skills and sweet spots that she brings to her practice as a Gallup certified strengths coach. She focuses on leadership and engagement. She is a trainer, speaker, author, and founder of C School, the CEO Way, and Impact Makers Play ground. And we could talk about a lot of different things. We've already run down a list before we even jumped on the air. But what I'm really fascinated about and we haven't been able to explore here on the show yet is the power of building on your strengths. Because sometimes we tend to be a little hard on ourselves and think what we need to do is all involved in fixing. And I love that folks are taking a stand and saying, we've got great things that we bring to the table. How can we shine a light on that and shine a little bit brighter? Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. What if you could maximize your meditation practice with a tool that maximizes your time and attention with images and affirmations carefully selected to boost your positivity, to help you integrate your intentions into your subconscious. I have a special gift available for you. Visit happifiedlife.com and click on the Start Off Happy button to take a look at the phenomenal technology created by Positive Prime that uses neuroplasticity to literally wire your brain for more happiness, higher productivity, better relationships, and greater success. Head over to the happifiedlife.com page to start off happy with Positive Prime. Enjoy it free for 30 days. Thank you, Consuela. I'm so excited to have you with me. Well, I'm I'm excited to be here as well. I love the title of your um, podcast and I'm like, oh, I got to get on there. That sounds like a good fit for me. <laughs> I'm a shameless positivity promoter. Um, not the toxic brand. I'm not about that. But I think that, you know, when we get down to it, we have a little bit more power than we might recognize or give ourselves credit for. So thank you for that. I have a, I have a lot of fun and I'm hoping to bring a revolution. So, and one of the things, um, a lot of my work is informed by positive psychology. And that is where I really became aware of the different ways in which we can find out what our strengths are. Because a lot of times, you know, through school, through our parents wanting us to be better people in the world, we keep hearing about what we could do better with. So how do we start to change our perspective and focus? Or why do you think it's so important? How do you see this benefit in the folks that you work with? Well, one of one of the main things that drives me is I feel that everybody should be excited to get up and go to work in the morning. Now, not everybody's going to reach excitement every day, right? We know that. We know that. But if you're sitting there on Sunday and your stomach is already upset that you have to go to work tomorrow on Monday, then something has to change. It doesn't mean your job needs to change, but something about your job needs to change. And so I'm really an advocate for figuring out what you do best and how to do more of it so you can be 100% engaged in the work you do and ready and excited each day. Mm, thank you, because I think a lot of people here do what lights you up, 
And they're like, uh, how do I get a whole different career? Because this job doesn't do it, right? So so there's a huge difference. And I think a lot of, of empowerment that we can take from, we can make change where we are. So I, I don't have a percent percent, but I would roughly say that 90 to 95% of the people that come to me and are like, oh my gosh, I'm miserable in this job. I need to find a whole new thing to do end up not doing something else. They realize that where they are is where they're meant to be, but they are no longer engaged with their work for whatever reason. And we need to get them back into that. And and most times, yes, we can. Yeah. And that's a really great point too, because I've had the opportunity over the last couple of years to talk with some corporate and business teams about burnout. And that's a huge part of it is not feeling engaged, not feeling part of a group anymore, not feeling seen and heard, like all of these different factors. It's not the job itself or the work that's wrong. Oh, I got okay, now I'm back. It's not the job or the work itself that's going wrong. It's in a lot of cases, the way that those interactions are still able to happen. And so that's a really, really important difference to recognize. So a lot of people think they need a radical change, but it's the smaller things that lead them to finding that engagement again. Most definitely. And a lot of times, even just it's the way they may even be looking at the work that they're doing. So let's say they took this role, they're really excited about it. And I don't know if it's happened to you, but you're in the job and you're excited. And then, oh, guess what? Susie's leaving. So now you're going to do her work. And then Bob leaves and you're doing Bob's work. And so pretty soon you're like, what is all this stuff? I don't love this job anymore. But we at no time figured out a way to say, you know what? Maybe doing doing Bob's work's not the best idea, and here's why. And so, one of the things that I think the work with the strengths is so important is is really understanding what you're capable of and where you're going to shine and help the team in the best way. So you're not saying I don't want to do Bob's stuff because you don't. I don't like it. I mean, that's not going to fly, right? No one's going to be like, oh, okay. But if you're saying you know what, I think so-and-so on the team would be better fit for this. And this is where I can, I can step up and help the team in this way. So if you're able to have a really informed conversation about your strengths in a way that benefits the whole team, that's when you really start having um, more power for yourself and more power for your team. And that's what every team really needs to have. And when you were talking about, you know, tweaking and the positivity, the, you know, the, psychology of that we want to know what's working what's working well and what can we do more of and so when you're figuring out like this is what I do best and how I do do it best and how that benefits the team that's when you're really in that that power of positivity yeah and then the work that you're doing like it it, it, it's able to light you up again right? When you don't feel like you're fully able to show up in the work you do, it makes sense, you know, that it leaves you uninspired, that you're not looking forward to it. And I can totally relate to, you know, you were saying the the weekend is ending and you're already dreading the week ahead. You know, I remember the jobs where I woke up on Monday and wished it was Friday until I did the math. And I'm like, that, that doesn't add up. I don't want to do this forever. <laughs> right. And, you know, we hear all the time about, you know, life is short. Yeah. But I like to say life is really long. If you are miserable every day 
that you go to work, life is really long. There was, um, you know, when I started this work, there was several individuals that were retiring and they had these calendars at their retirement party that they had checked off every day for five years till they could finally be done with work. And I'm like, I mean, I, I, at that point I wasn't miserable in my job, but I wasn't really happy. And I was like, I don't want to get to the point ever where I'm working in a job and I'm so miserable that all I can do is get through every day for five years. That is just, it's not, that's not how I'm going to operate. And I really feel like no one should be in that place. And, um, you know, I've watched so many people go from being disengaged to being engaged to the point where they're like, hey, you know what we really need? This is what our team needs to solve everything. And here's how I could do it. And getting granted that and getting, uh, you know, a bump in salary or whatever it takes to do that, but being completely engaged. And a lot of times, uh, by the way, a lot of times folks will be like, hmm, did, did you did you change your hair? Have, have you lost weight? Like they can't, they cannot put their finger on what is different about you, but they know something is different about you. And it's just that you are so much more engaged. You almost seem to glow with from within and people want to be around and work with people that are more engaged. It's just mm. how it works. Right. Let that be your secret sauce. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, you know, haven't changed much. Just actually enjoying my job again. <laughs> What a concept. Oh my gosh. And, and don't even get me started about enjoying. I was in a conversation with someone and they were talking about what was an enjoy a job that you liked versus a job you didn't like. And she started by saying, well, I had this one job. We had so much fun. It probably almost wasn't right that we were having this much fun. And I was like, er, stop. Like, at what point have we decided that if we're enjoying our work, if we're having fun with the people we're working with and getting our work done, that we're doing something wrong? Oh, no, we we're having fun at work. Ah. I mean, so we have we have this preset thing that we go to work and we're supposed to be serious and it needs to be hard and all this. If we're to be making money from it and that we need to we need to fix that it's it's out of control. It is. It is. I, and I agree. I think, right, we get to lead the revolution. It starts right here. That's right. So can you give us an idea if, if this, again, this whole concept of starting from your strengths rather than the list of things to do or to change, um, maybe a snapshot or, or how people... Obviously, you know, it helps to work with a guide to carve out this new path, but how, what does this look like for folks to start putting their attention here? And then how can that grow? Right. And so this, I have the CEO way for this, and this is really, we're going to start with celebrating your gifts. Now I say celebrating because you can get your strengths assessment. And um, if you get all 34 this is what's going to happen. Your first thing, you're going to look at the top one, the top five, and you're like, oh, that's awesome. And the very next thing you're going to do is you're going to shoot to the bottom of the list and see what don't I have. That's just how we work. And then we start fretting like, oh, I don't have this. I don't have this. Or even if you only get the top five, you're like, 
oh, I thought I would have had this. And we start fretting over what we don't have. And that's crazy. So instead, we want to take the time to celebrate what we do have. And honestly, how much free time do you have anyways? Like nobody's got so much free time that they can focus on more than five strengths anyway. So we're going to start there. And then we're going to move into engaging our strengths. So how can we apply them? How can we use those strengths with purpose? And this is where we start learning how to have those conversations about our strengths, how to have conversations about our weaknesses as well. And then you'll get to a point, the more and more you do this every week, you do more and more of this until you own your confidence. And when you've got to that point, you know yourself so well, what you're capable of and what you're not going to do, that there's no room for doubt. There's no room for those saboteurs that imposter syndrome, any of that, because you're like, no, this is what I do. And this is how I do it. And you don't have to listen to anybody come and say, well, maybe you should try this or you should do it this way because you're like, no, this is how I'll get my best results. And you won't have any doubt about that. Mm, and you said, and we hadn't even gotten there yet, but this is so huge. The confidence that comes from operating in your zone of genius, if you will, right? There are so many people who shine light on this. And you mentioned saboteurs. I love Shirzad Shamin's work with the saboteurs. It's so enlightening to be like, oh, that's where that voice comes from. Um, but all of this awareness and permission to do what feels right, to work in your flow, of, you know, that's where we're falling short in confidence because we haven't had that permission in so long, if ever, to be like, no, this is what I do. This is how I show up. You know, like, oh, how empowering is that? Well, I mean, it really is. And, and it's the permission, you know, depending where you're working, you know, having the confidence to go to your manager and say, look, these are my strengths. This is how I can best help the team. Or these are my weaknesses. This is where I need to partner with someone. And having that straightforward conversation makes all the difference. Now, you know, a lot of times you may be at work talking about not getting permission. We get the opposite where it's like, okay, Let's do your review, which by the way, is the number one thing detested across the entire world. Like nobody wants a review. It's just how it works. So, but you're at this review and they're like, okay, we've got three areas of opportunity for improvement. AKA they're trying to tell you you're weak at this. It's a weakness. You need to work on this. But the thing with that is that goes a little bit against the positivity because, or they'll do this. I want to give you an area to stretch outside your comfort zone, right? You hear those, you hear those terms, but here's the thing. If you really want your team to be effective, efficient, and powerful, what you'll do is figure out where everyone is best and where they're most capable. And that's where you give them places to grow. That's where you stretch them. You don't say like, oh, you know, I see you suck at this. Let me, I need you to work on it because the chances are you might get average at it. You might get okay at it. You're going to be miserable. The boss isn't going to be happy with the results of that, that, and that is not helping the team move faster at all. That is not helping the productivity of the team. If you're spending so much time working on those things, instead, figure out who on the team is better fit for that. And let's have them do that. And when you have everybody on the team doing what they do best, that's when your team is powerful. And really enjoying what they can. I mean, it just takes it to a whole nother level. Well, well and yeah, without, I obviously, 
implied. Everybody's happier if everybody's able to do what they do best. The the happiness, the engagement is there. It will be there. You know, that's implied for me. Like I don't know what's the point if if you're not going to have fun doing it. I don't, there's no <laughs> point there. So. Right, right. And I'm, I'm so grateful to have more people joining me in this space where it's like, no, no, let's have fun first. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, it's okay to that. enjoy yourself. <laughs> and, and I love what you're mentioning there too. And I hope that people recognize that um, people who are in management, people who are leading teams, like you said, you know, the CEO way, right? What a powerful way to lead people. It's not only about finding our own strengths, and working from our zone of genius, but how about uh, having an empowered team and really taking the best advantage of the people who are there, right? Encouraging them to shine in their own unique way instead of trying to fit them into spaces that serve you because you get to do you, but you need everybody else to kind of like fall in line. No, it's sometimes it feels a little bit risky perhaps to give a little bit more of that autonomy away, but the reward I'm sure is exponential. Well, and, and so, yes, I'm all in with CEO way because I feel that each person is a leader. And if you are a leader of a team, you should be working to be a leader of leaders. You should be developing every person on your team to be the leader that they're meant to be. And so that is, that is how it works. If, if the leader is worrying about how they look or like you said, putting everybody where they feel like they, they want to put them, right? Or, you know, Tim's been here the longest. Tim should do this task. It's like, well, Tim doesn't have any of those strengths, so that's not going to work. Like, if, you, if you're using a strength-based leadership approach, then that's where you get every member on the team being a leader and the leaders developing. And, and if that leader wants to get promoted, that's what they need to do, right? Like if you can develop leaders, that's a huge skill to keep going. Yeah, love that. Super helpful. And I, and I hope that's something that people can take away with this to, um, to share um, wherever they are in their own business, you know, create, you know, working for others, um, you know, whether you're in corporate life or not. Um, so please tell folks how they can connect with you. We will have links in the show notes, of course, but um, just in case they're listening, um, how can they get connected and learn more about you or, or work with you if they'd like? Well, so one of the things I like to do when I'm talking so much about confidence is I want to give everybody a recipe for being more confident. So if you go to www.confidencerecipe.com, you can... Um, Download the guide on how to create more confidence for yourself, for that big meeting, for that big interview, for whatever it is that you want to have more confidence that day for. Awesome. I love it. So we'll have that link in the show notes and folks can stay connected with Consuela and what she's creating and sharing. I'm so grateful for what you do and bring to the world. I think that this is just the empowerment that people deserve to have to grow from. So thank you. I'm so grateful that we were connected today. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. To learn more about living life with less stress and more flow, visit happifiedlife.com. Subscribe on your favorite player to catch the next episode as soon as it's out. Sharing really is caring, so please rate and review the show while you're there. And if you know someone else who would love it, please pass it along. Until next time, my friends, keep on shining.